Welcome to another episode of As Jordan Addison Turns. As we continue the soap opera that has been Jordan Addison's departure from Pitt, or maybe not. He is officially in the transfer portal. There are now rumors of other programs in addition to USC that he may be playing for or may want to play for, and maybe there's an off chance he actually may want to return to Pitt. At least that's as we speak. But in an hour, by the time this show is officially up everywhere, Things may change, but as we stand, that's the case right now. This is mic'd up here on Pittsburgh Sports Live, Pittsburgh Sports Now. I'm Mike Osti. That's Mike Bakovacan. How are it's your eyes day. open, Mike, after staying up for that hockey game last night? Yeah, I, it's it's amazing. It, it could it could have been worse. They were talking about if we're taking it to two, three in the morning. I was a little nervous it was even oh. going to go longer, but I lingered on. I did go with it. Again, as I was telling you, the Penguins do get the victory. They win game one in surprising fashion. That coverage over there, obviously, at Pittsburgh Hockey Now. We had a post-game show with Matt Geica, so we'll leave that be right now. But, yeah, the Penguins with a surprising win. Some kind of counted them out in the series altogether. I thought it would go long, but I don't know if I thought the Penguins would win. Crosby and Malkin played better than they have been in recent playoff series. And you got to feel bad, 79 saves and a loss. Yeah. That, does, that does show you that wins are not how you can evaluate a goalie or a pitcher. That's an example right yeah. there. But putting a pin in that, Jordan Addison's situation certainly has continued to be exacerbated, to say the very least, since our last show, which was not that long ago, by, mm-hmm. by the way. There's now a chance that he could return back to Pitt. And there's also a possibility that it's not just USC. There's still likely money involved. There's still likely the NIL deal that's being very much an influence of this. So, Mike, that's where I do want to start. We have had others now who are trying to, I guess, try to figure out what maybe is causing Jordan Addison to be in this situation. We did speculate about the NIL deal. That certainly was the original reports. It did feel like this kind of was a money grab. And maybe if he could have went to the NFL this year, he already would be there and would have entered the draft. But his NIL deal that's been rumored is actually better than some NFL draft picks are getting right now. And we even have a colleague, Mike Farrell, who's certainly big time in recruiting, uh, a part of us, and yeah. certainly, much, certainly much respect to him. It's great to be aboard and be colleagues with him. But he actually wrote a, wrote a column in which he kind of lends to believe that Caleb Williams, with his relationship connection, and just knowing Jordan Addison so well, and having covered him for so long, that it doesn't feel like Jordan Addison would just go grab a bag and would enter himself into so much drama, and that an investigation could occur years and years from now where Jordan Addison's in the NFL doing whatever he's doing there, but it could hurt the schools. It could stain whoever else is still left. That happened at USC not long ago with Reggie Bush. They had their early 2000s dynasty. He's in the NFL, Matt Leinert's in the NFL, and then at Fox, and they had to face some punishment, and it took them a while to get back going. So would USC even take that risk or whichever program – And that's a fair point because this is absolutely going to be investigated. This is going to be a drama. This is going to probably be a 30 for 30 one day if we get to where we could in terms of super conferences and this being free agency, but that it wasn't just for the money. I know, Mike, you had some strong opinions on this a couple of days ago. We've had a couple of days to simmer on this. What are your thoughts, especially with somebody like Mike Farrell having that opinion, which is converse to what many thought initially. Is this just about the money? Is this about an NIL deal? Is there something else going on here? Is this maybe more free agency where he's taking advantage of a situation to be with a friend and maybe be in a different situation? Pickett is gone, so it would be a new quarterback at Pitt regardless. 
Uh, first of all, I want to say I, I respect Mike Farrell. I don't want to. Um, right. So do I, for sure. Yeah. You know, that's his opinion or that's his theory uh, that he's throwing out there, uh, or at least the theory that's out there that he's reporting on. Uh, but but whoever's saying this, I don't buy it for uh, half a second. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it makes zero sense. Uh, I don't want to hear about the relationship. He lived hours away from Caleb Williams. The two don't even follow each other on Twitter or Instagram. <laughs> okay, follow on I, social media. I don't. I don't want to hear it because they're both from DC. Who cares? Right. And he he uh, he brings it's a big up place. The, a lot of people are from there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He brings up the uh, N, uh, USC being a uh, you know he's getting rent and this could be better for his NFL profile. Right. And all that. What is he talking about? Or wh- 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 where does that point even? In the latest mock drafts, while yeah. at Pitt, he's projected to be a top 15 pick. Yeah. How's he going to get much better than that at USC? He's not. Uh, by the way, he won a Blitnikoff at Pitt. At Pitt, Where, right. Yeah. It's not right. as though he's looking for an opportunity that, that maybe he can get some more recognition or right. he can be the focal point of the offense. He's getting that all here. He is Pitt's main guy. Last year, number one, he had 100 catches. You think he's going to get that out there? No. Caleb Williams next year will not be a better quarterback than Caden Slovis. And even if you – what if you think he is, hypothetically? What if that's a devil advocate opinion? Because Caleb Williams was a top prospect as well, and and Slovis has been good, but he's not been elite. Yeah, but so was was the guy from Spencer Rattler. Yeah, Spencer Rattler. Sure. He was supposed to be the – Right. Uh, you know, he was supposed to be the next coming at South Carolina now in Oklahoma. At, yeah. at Oklahoma, he went to Lincoln Riley's offense. How'd that work out for him? I hear you. I'm just saying that could be a devil's advocate yeah. opinion if you do believe that. Yeah. All, all you need to do is look at history yeah. and what he's done here. The, since the day one he's arrived at Pitt, Jordan Addison has been the focal point of Pitt's offense, and that wouldn't change next year. And if his people were him, if that is the argument, which it is not, it's complete stupidity. Uh, if they looked at Frank Signetti's offense in his history, his number one MO is getting guys, his best player, the football a lot. Yeah. When he goes to camp, Jordan Addison, no matter who's on Pitt's roster, will be their best player. And Signetti would get him the ball. So any of these other talk, this is all about money. If, if it's not about money, at the, when he signs this NIL deal, I want to see his bank account and find <laughs> out how much. If, if it's not about money, then, right. then just transfer. Don't take the NIL. And, and, and if it's about career opportunities and all that, right. it, it's just horse crap, to be honest with you. And for anyone to try to make a point. other And I don't blame Jordan. I, I want to say that. I don't blame him. If it's about the money, that's okay. But for anyone to try to come up with arguments or theories as to why uh, this is happening in anything other than money, uh, it's stupidity. That's the bottom line. Yeah, Mike Fakova, Ken, Mike Osta here, mic'd up, Pittsburgh Sports Live, Pittsburgh Sports Now. Jordan Addison, still a topic. it got to be a topic. And, yeah, I agree. And, again, much respect to Mike Farrell, but he's reporting on a commentary that is out there, but I don't believe the commentary either. This this, this NIL deal is, is part of it for sure, if not all of it. And even if you do believe Caleb Williams to be a better quarterback, because – 
that could be a debate, even though I don't think, I think you're splitting hairs. Maybe they're equal if we want to just give that argument to somebody. But even if you do believe that, again, and even if you do believe he's going to get 100 catches, maybe at USC, because Lincoln Riley's great with offenses as well. Even if you believe all of that, he won the Bolitnikoff Award as the best receiver in the country at Pitt. Yes, he did it with a Heisman candidate who then became a, an NFL draft pick as the only quarterback taken in the first round. However, Pitt didn't just give the ball to Patty or, or, or nobody else now moving forward. They brought in they brought in Slovis, who is from USC and has a history of success as well. And some actually like Patty. So it's not like no one's going to be a quarterback currently at Pitt and a great receiver can help elevate a quarterback just as much as a QB can help elevate a receiver. So it's not for football. He'd be fine. He would have been, if he entered the NFL draft this year, I think this debunks it. He would have been a first round draft pick. Absolutely. There were so many receivers taken in the first round, into the second round, into the third round. So the Steelers took two receivers this year in the draft. It was littered with receivers taken and they weren't all believed to be great. They were teams looking to get receivers because they don't want to pay big money to a four or five year guy. They want the rookie deal and they believe in these, these guys talent. He would have been one of them for sure. He would have been one of them. So it's not like he, this is his only chance to increase his NFL value. It was there. And here, here's the other thing. This is starting to uh, float out there. I heard a couple of people bring this up and I don't believe it's true, but if it is true, then this speaks of Jordan Addison and I don't want to attack the kid personally because he's never said this. So, but it's, it's out there mm-hmm. um, that he's not sure about uh, the quarterback situation here at Pitt. Uh, Caden Slovis is a guy People were acting as though this guy uh, is some freshman that's coming on and uh, or some, you know, some guy from uh, wherever, name a small school. He played, he started at USC, for God's sake, his first year. He threw 30 touchdowns and nine interceptions. We're not talking about some, um, you know, some questionable prospect. The guy's thrown 50. Yeah. Uh, 58 touchdowns in two and a half years as a, as a starter, 58 touchdowns. And they won in those first couple of years. They didn't last year, but they won those first couple of years with a worse roster than what Pitt had and not with the Blitnikoff winner. Yeah. So it's the, the, the theories out there and that he wouldn't, that Frank Signetti, uh, he, he wasn't happy. Uh, He's not happy with the hiring of Signetti because it's going to make the offense more, well-rounded and he's not going to be the uh the focal point there are other yeah, guys yeah. in the offense mumfield uh bartholomew the running backs are going to get their touches and that's going to and that's going to impact him if that's what if and i don't believe it but if it is that speaks to the player uh that speaks to greed and trust me that that will get back to nfl people i'll, I'll say this i don't believe that is the case I believe this is strictly about money, which is fine. But if by some chance that is true, that speaks to the player and I wouldn't want him on my team anyways. Yeah. And we will get there as well. So that's a nice segue, but yeah, that, and that I guess could be a thing. The only argument again about his NFL value and you needing to have a monster year this year because he couldn't go in the NFL this past, this past, after this past season and this year right now, 
would maybe be if he thinks the offense is going to be more balanced so he wouldn't get 100 catches, he would get 83 and would oh, still wow. have the yards. Right. I mean, it's not like all of a sudden he's going to go to 30 catches and they're just going to completely not go to him at all. So if that is the case, that is a little bit stupid. And that, that wouldn't even be – somebody also should get in his ear if that is the case. And, again, he hasn't said that because that doesn't matter to the NFL. Oh, they have yeah. the tape from this season. Thank you. If he would go out there and be eight, and get 81 or 82 catches and they would contend for the ACC again instead of 100 catches in a more balanced offense, anybody who has been with an NFL team from the grounds crew to the PR to the janitor all the way up to the owner for five minutes would know – the offense was different. It was a little bit more balanced. It only is a few catches. No big deal. He's still great. No one's going to be like, you didn't get a hundred again. So we're not taking you. NFL, the NFL, the NFL scouts, GMs, coaches, right. They know about Jordan Addison. Sure. There's, There's only one thing that will impact Jordan Addison this season is if he gets hurt. That is it. Which could Jordan happen. Addison, that could happen anywhere. Yes. Jordan Addison can go out there this season and catch 50 balls, and guess what? He is going to be a first-round draft pick next You year. would think, absolutely, the his way they receive it. He, he already has it on tape. Oh, yes, those, that's all they need to see. His yeah. skill set is tremendous. Right. The way they, the, the NFL today with the receivers and his ability to play inside and outside, the guy is a first-round pick. The only thing, and this has nothing to do with Pitt, uh, USC, Tennessee, Texas, Whatever school starts to try to jump in here. Alabama. Is, is, yeah. Is, is, yeah, Alabama. Injuries. That is it. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that's going to prevent Jordan Addison from being a first round. And, and knock on wood, I don't care where he plays for, I don't wish that on him at all. So knock no. on wood for that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's the only thing, though. Yeah, that could happen anywhere. That could happen at any time. Which is, why, could... maybe he's ta- which is why he's taking the money. And once again, right. which is why I don't care that he does that. I don't blame him for doing it. Right. But just the national media – Stop with the theories and trying to justify and trying to come up with story. I don't know if these guys try to come up with stories to try to uh, whatever. This is about one thing, and that's fine. Yeah. Just, just say it. It's about money. He wants yeah. to cover his ass in case he gets hurt. Yeah. He's going to have something in the bank in case there's something. Ask the guy at Clemson, Justin Ross. Yeah, the guy was supposed to be a first round pick early. He was Clemson's best wide receiver beginning of last season he got a physical and he he got uh he had a back uh something wrong with his back that is a uh was a career he had to sit out the whole season he went from a first round pick to an undrafted free agent in a year his skills are still the same a lot of money lost yeah they're worried about his back injury that's what can happen and that's why athletes it's okay to cash in but just just be upfront about it that that's fine be honest yeah. And, and again, Jordan Addison's not necessarily doing anything wrong at all. If you believe that there's some shadiness here, you maybe would think Lincoln Riley's doing something wrong. Maybe these other programs are doing something wrong, at least in, in he's in the transfer portal, but was visiting Los Angeles beforehand and that whole thing. But that's not Jordan Addison's fault. If You got to put yourself in Jordan Addison's mind for any Pitt fans out there mad at him. Again, as Mike just said, he could risk injury by playing next year. He, I'm sure I would bet, would have entered the NFL draft 
this year and been a first round pick if the rules allowed him to do so. The rules did not allow him to do so. No fault of his own. We talked about that. I do think that's unfair. If the franchise or an organization of any kind wants to employ you, then you have the right to accept that employment. If it's a bad decision because of whatever age or maturation process or learning you need to go through or bodybuilding, then that's that's something that you and them are going to make a mistake on. But to restrict it off a rule is unfair. But that's not his rules. So he's forced to go back another year. And if money is presented in front of you and you have a chance to secure yourself, where if he gets hurt, he still has this NIL money for $3 million, which isn't what he'd make in the NFL for 10 years, obviously, with another mega contract if he would get one. But it's a lot of money, more than a lot of us are ever going to make in our whole lives. So that would be, in a way, generational money just by itself. You can't be mad at any of that. And even if Pitt tried to match it and he still wanted to go, maybe he has loyalty to an NAL deal that's already there. Maybe it's a little bit more than what Pitt has, and he wants the exact amount that's the exact most, no matter where it is. And maybe he does want to be in L.A. because, let's face it, L.A. does bring you more money and more opportunities outside of football, commercials, et cetera, than Pittsburgh would. So none of that's his fault. That's just the way it is. But it does feel shady the way this has unraveled here. But, Mike, uh, we have to go here now because all of this now segues to kind of the theme question of the program, the theme question of the day. And this has been brought up and debated by many. I brought it up myself. You, you may want to go in a different direction that – if Jordan Addison would now want to return to Pitt, so whether the, whether this was about relationship like some were trying to say or this was purely about the money, if that money deal is out there, if he's now weighed USC versus other programs, he did officially enter the transfer portal. But if somehow he calls Narduzzi right now after we get off this show and says, I apologize, I want to come back to Pitt, I'll take that an ideal deal that you guys are trying to work behind the scenes, I'll do what, what Aaron Donald and Larry Fitz wanted me to do, or I'll come back just regardless of the money because I now have a sense of loyalty to Pitt, I want to go for a national title, which hasn't happened since 76 or Pitt, even though we just did it in the ACC. If any of that hypothetically would occur and he could come back to Pitt, at this point now with him in the portal and all this drama out there, would you take him back to Pitt? Well, this is the top answer. Uh, or this is a tough, um, yeah. I, I know it'll be a controversial thing for me to say, but um, I, I think this is about long term. I think this is setting a program precedent for Pat Narduzzi. I think this is for players in the future that uh, because this thing isn't going away. No. And, um, you know, there's going to be rules. By the way, congrats. You threw a, a suggestion you threw out a couple days ago. I see was, is being thrown out there as far as having a uh, specific time period. Uh, yeah, the tighter windows. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can get into that later. But yeah, um, I wouldn't take him back. Uh, I, I know it sounds stupid. I know Pitt uh, likely would. I don't think it's ever going to come to that. We're just throwing out hypotheticals here. Yeah. But I wouldn't. Uh, and the reason I say that is, I'll, I'll qualify if I say this. If Pitt, we, nobody knows, I'm trying to find out. Pitt is trying to, if Pitt originally offered him somewhere in the neighborhood of what USC uh, uh, offered him, has on the table for him, and he still said no and decided to enter, enter the transfer portal, right. then, uh, then I wouldn't take him back. Okay. Um, 
just because he, he saw there what the, what your opportunity was. He knew what he was leaving. This is a team that he's bonded with. He's created, uh, he's created, he's built his NFL resume here because of what happened here. They took care of him here. Um, it was a, he was a Blitnikoff player. He's an all, he's a great, one of the best receivers ever. And yet he still chose to leave his teammates and his, uh, and his coaches in the program in light of what is ahead of them. Uh, to me, that's a bad look regardless of the money that's out there. And then for him to turn around and like I said, I don't think this is going to happen, but just for the sake of the question, because I know that uh, yeah. somebody wrote that uh, Pitt is still a possibility. I, I just wouldn't take him back. And I think this would send a message to the rest of the players Either you're in or you're out. You're with us or you're not. You have your you have your chance after the season that you could have left if you weren't with us and you knew this would be a possibility. Jordan Addison knew from day one and his people that once Pitt's uh, Peach Bowl game was over, he could have entered the transfer portal and he would have been uh, a huge deal. He decided to wait three or four months, yeah. whatever the time frame has been. It put Pitt in a bad position. They worked out with him, assuming he was their number one guy. They could have went out and targeted uh, another transfer if he would have left. It, it basically screwed him. They used him to sell Slovis. Let's be yes, real. Exactly. Yeah. It it, it screws it, it screws them. And if they're going to be honest, they'll they will say that uh, they're going to spend the next few months trying to figure out Plan B. Uh, I know you know it, it just the way it is. But to answer your question. Uh, no, I would say thank you, Jordan, for what you've done. We appreciate everything you've done. Uh, you were a great player for us. You helped us. You were a big part, a major part in winning an NC or an ACC title. But you made your bed. You, we're going to go win without you. You go to USC, Texas, whoever. See if you're going to do as much winning there. Because I can guarantee yeah. you Pitt will have a better season this season, wins, losses, than both Texas and USC. So they, I'm not going to go to Alabama there. There's a chance Alabama. They could, yeah. they could always throw their hat in the ring. Their, their worst team. season is an SEC title where they don't yeah. get the playoff. That's, right? that, that's a different ball game there. They're, they're going right. to obviously be, be better than Pitt. But Pitt will be a better program at the end of the season with or without Jordan Addison than these teams that are trying to get. Tennessee is another one that's trying to reportedly get involved. If that's the case, that's fine. Um have fun out wherever you are, but uh, we'll find next up in line. I hear that. Now, I would take him back, but before I give my full detailed response there, and it does appear many of the players would take him back just from reading the TVs and some of these tweets. You don't know really what's being said yeah. in the locker room. Obviously, Slovis is with the culture. Granted, he wasn't there last year. And then many others are talking about, hey, kind of defending him. Kind of what we've been saying that, hey, this is the system that you should be mad at not him personally, don't hate the player, hate the game type of thing. That's kind of where we are right here. But just on one quick thing that you mentioned there as part of it, you did say part of your answer hinges on if Pitt did come up with close to that NIL deal, which is the rumor, but not factually known And those players involved in those meetings, the team, even the program, they're not going to say this is a fact right now, maybe not ever. So if by chance the money they came up with was not to the level of $3 because obviously I'm assuming they came up with something, but say the money was significantly different, 
wherever he ends up, whether it be the three million USC offer or some other program that's involved now comes out and say, we'll do a four million dollar offer. And Pitt says, I can't go more than three or I couldn't go more than two and the three millions out there. Would that change your answer? Because then it's just taking more money and the small market team just can't pay as much. I'd like it to change, but no, I, I, I just I think this is a um, this is a statement move by Pitt. You can't have you you can't have the players, despite them uh, deserving the opportunity to earn money. You can't have players holding you hostage every year. If if they set a precedent by giving in and um, giving him whatever he wants, you know who's to say in the middle of the season this uh, this year. You know, one of their best players yeah. who could be a draft pick, uh, you know, gets pissed off and say, you know what, I'm not going to risk anything here. You either come up with more money for me at the end of the season to cover me, or I'm going to uh, I'm going to sit the rest of the season. Get you just get you you just go down too many different uh, slippery slopes when you enter into this stuff. They made their offer to him. He knew what was there. He knew what he is leaving at Pitt, and if he chooses to do that. You know, thank him for what he did here, but uh, that's it. Change the locks on the door. He's not allowed back in. <laughs> Change the locks on the door. I don't know. Yeah, that, 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 that's just the way. I, I hate to say it, but I, I think this is more about future Pitt teams than this 2022 team. I, I think Pitt and other programs need to have a hard stance yeah. on this. And, you know, they just can't be caving in to every player's demand. So here's why I think Pitt should take him back. And I do think Pitt would take him back. I do think Pitt would take him back. Maybe Narduzzi wouldn't want to because he wouldn't want to set that present. He's never taken anybody back in the situation before. And obviously now with the success he just had, he has tons of clout and he's going to be around a long time. But it does appear the players would want to take him back. So hypothetically, if the players would want to take him back, if the players would go into Narduzzi and say, we definitely don't want him, that would change my answer to no, you don't take him back. But as long as the players are cool with them, then I would take him back for a couple reasons. Number one, this sucks, but you are hurting them by sending a message for the future and to Jordan Addison. Because a lot of these tweets are, we want to win a national title. We want to do more than the ACC. We want to come back and be a special team beyond what we even did. We want to have back-to-back years, which Pitt obviously hasn't done, and that would be incredibly special for the history of the program. That would set them to a whole different level. They're all talking about team, 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 even though Jordan Addison's thinking me, 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 and I get it. But if somehow he would want to come back for whatever reason, money collapses, he has a change of heart because maybe they're on the phone with him. That, that could very well be possible. They're trying to get him to come back or these situations fall apart elsewhere. Or maybe Slova says, hey, I'm better than you think I am and convinces him. Whatever the case may be, he's the best receiver in the country, arguably. He did win the Bolitnikov, so he's certainly one of the best, if you believe. He's a first-round draft pick. You know the offense clicks with him there at Pitt where the rest is a question mark. And even if it's more versatile he's still going to be heavily involved you'd make the team worse even if we still believe there'd be a contender they're not going to be awful they're going to be right in there Clemson surge at the end of the year they always bring talent back they could easily win the ACC coming into next season it doesn't obviously they're a different division but they could win the ACC so getting there and then getting smacked by Clemson who's back wouldn't be as good as this past year and Having Jordan Addison makes you better. It makes you a better team. It will hurt you on the field. So you are making the team worse. This goes even to the debate of what happened in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. If you remember with Bill Belichick, 
and he had a player that we didn't know why all of a sudden benched in the Super Bowl. And there are Patriot players to this day that are still upset, including Brady, who's made some side comments that, hey, you know, you kind of screwed us out of a ring there. He was one of our best players in our secondary. He didn't play. Right, right, right. And we didn't know what happened for months and months till after. He kind of then let us know. And there are many Patriot players that have factually said they do believe that cost them that game. It was close. All their Super Bowls are close. So Bill Belichick sent a message being a hard-nosed guy and took a ring off some people's finger in their minds. Would they rather have had him play regardless of what happened and won or had the message sent and lost and it'd be better for the franchise that they're no longer even a part of in many cases. So that does hurt the player. And really the other end of this is I don't necessarily blame Jordan Addison so much as the system. And I do get setting the message and not letting this be too much of a thing that unravels and and certain programs need to send a message. We're going to not take guys back so that this doesn't become a thing. And I do get the timing is the worst. The thing I can maybe get to you is the timing sucks so bad. If what I would say to him in that conversation, Jordan, you knew money was going to be there. I'm sure there were rumblings. Let's face facts. If you even would have done this a month ago, I wouldn't be as mad because we go through spring practice. We get the roster together. This is embarrassing. And the roster is kind of set. So I get it. If he would have decided sooner or earlier in the offseason, it wouldn't have been as bad. But he decided now. But this is going to keep on happening. No matter as much of a message you send, you may send a message that nobody on pit can do this again. But other programs are still going to call your guys and try to steal them. Other major programs, the elite programs, are going to keep on doing this. So you may try to send your message, and it doesn't matter to stopping this anyway. But it will make your team worse for this year, and it will send a message. But that really won't matter in the long run. So I would take them back, and I think the team would, hypothetically. Yeah, I I can't argue with 99% of what you said because I, yeah. I, I, think, you're, I, I think you're right. I'm just, I'm very big on uh, principle. Yeah. And um, I, his, his motto last year uh, and, you know, they won. And I think it, it was instilled throughout the team is we, not me. And um, that's why I brought that up at the beginning of my, you go back, you go back. If you, if you go back and do this, what's that say about your motto it's words a coach does yeah yeah you know be, no no i i agree then, then you could just yeah. say that and it's just and people can come back you know yeah what about we not me what's his answer gonna be he, he has no you should just get rid of it then yeah That's he'll the dance thing. around or come with yeah, a new you, motto yeah, yeah well he could dance but that that would be uh yeah, it'll affect like i said this is not an easy i don't think this is an easy decision um Somebody over at Pitt told me uh, when I sent him, uh, when I sent this person uh, the tweet that said that Aaron Donald uh, reached out to uh, Addison to try to have a talk with them, I asked the person uh, in the football program, is this good news? Uh, Is this good news for you guys? His response, his response to be was Mike, regardless of what happens in this situation. And this was whenever that came out. I don't know. I don't remember what day it was two, three days ago. Yeah. He said, Mike, regardless of what happens in this situation, nothing will be good 
that comes out of this. Yeah, that is fair. Even if he does come back, this sets a really bad yes, other players are going to test it and they're going to eventually leave. That's, I, my, I, that's, I, my, that's my I point. I hear that, but don't you think that that'll happen anyway? Even if they t- even if they don't take there's him very back. Few he- people, there's very few people, and that's in, in another person uh that's on the outside of Pitt, but is uh part of uh you know the NIL collection, uh part of the NLI team, um said that uh, no, I just forgot what I was just gonna say. Uh, well, my, my wife said well, about me. trying to cover this for the, for the, yeah, I mean, this is obviously going. Oh, to I, I know what I was going to say. Jordan Addison, this, this situation with Jordan Addison is going to be, uh, this isn't going to be a yearly thing where a player on pit is able to go out there and command. Two oh yeah. Not, not dollars. every player is Jordan. Addison. Yeah. Th- this is right. not going to be a yearly thing where pit's going to be, you know, it might be at another program. Jordan Addison is a special talent. He's a guy that uh, Pitt hasn't had like him at receiver since Fitzgerald. Uh, players players aren't going to be able to do this every year, so they're not going to have the the Pitt program, you know, by the onions. This this is a rare situation, I think. Uh, are they going to have to maybe come up with some uh, some players in the future? Yes. But it's likely that those uh, it's very likely that 98 percent of those players aren't going to have the leverage that Jordan Addison. Yeah, the, the impact has, wouldn't yeah, be this, as great. This right. isn't something that they're going to have to battle, I think, every year. Is there going to be some players? Yeah, of course. But, but we're not going to be talking in the uh, two plus million in a house, uh, in, you know, in a no. house on the beach. Situation. No, what, what will end up happening is. Certainly, if a player loses a quarterback job where he ends up as a backup or somebody ends up where they're the number two receiver or they're the number two running back or you lose some battle and and clearly the program still absolutely wants the player, needs the player, you want to try to win, you need more than one guy, et cetera, you need depth. And they're going to say, no, I don't want to be wide receiver two on an ACC title team. I'd rather have a chance at wide receiver one at this program or – if I'm going to be wide receiver to it, even at a good team, I don't care about wins and losses because I just want to get to the NFL. I'm going to go take money to be even a wide receiver to somewhere else. So that a guy who loses a battle may say, mm, I know I'd be, you'd, I'd win more here as a backup to an Addison type. I don't care about, because that's what we bring up too. Pitt likely will be a better team next year with Addison than any of these other programs outside mm-hmm. of Alabama would be, or maybe even USC, who knows what would happen. The Pac-12 is not strong, but you get what I'm saying. It's a better team based on what happened last year and, and similar to what's coming back. But I don't think Addison cares about wins and losses at this point. That kind of mm-hmm. goes back to our topic initially. It is about the money. We don't blame him there, but I do think this is going to linger on college football. And it's, this is a decision that if he could come back, I know Narduzzi wants to be iron fist. He's in charge. He's not going to necessarily let the players run the asylum. This isn't pro sports. I would dip into really getting the opinion of the room and the players. If they really want him back, that would lean me to maybe think about that. If they don't want him back for sure, then I would go in that direction. That, that really has to be about this because there's going to be some awkwardness there, but I think most of the players would get the, the situation. I think they're going to yeah, get about the money, but yeah. This will come up all gonna, the time, but it will come yeah, up. Yeah, I think what's going to happen here is um, – I do think he's gone, gonna, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's gone. Yeah, um, yeah. This is not going to come out for a couple of days, just, just just so they can – just so both sides yeah. uh, can, uh, you know, keep out the uh, the image 
that this wasn't a done deal and that he's actually thinking about it and you know he's contemplating the decisions made the contracts probably already signed and so let's just wait a few days just so things don't look uh as shady as everyone knows it is so uh you know i, I would obviously look, look for him to be heading out to, uh you know usc or who knows you, you just never know with texas either we mentioned them the other day yeah. they're a program that's desperate they want the limelight. They want to. They get have the money. money. They have just as much. Yeah, exactly. They're they're going right. to get. They're going to. Um, you know, they they want to win just as bad as USC and become relevant, which they haven't right. been forever. So you, you just never know if Texas wants to get in the game, and then he could be reunited with Brennan Marion. That's always a possibility. And someone threw out the weird possibility of Tennessee last night. Can you imagine? Can you imagine just for a second? if he would go to Tennessee and then the second game of the year next year, Tennessee comes to pit. Can you imagine the scene that that would be, that would have been the only, that that would have been like if Ben Ben Simmons did play in Philadelphia instead of not playing those games. Wow. Would that be a scene here at Heinz field? You want to hear that? Yeah, that would be something. And that would be something. And I think, you know, from a fan's perspective, because some people do bring up, well, if he would have done this again, because Larry Fitz left so early, Larry Fitz is a hall of famer, better receiver overall in his legacy, but maybe Addison could have became the best receiver in pit history if he would win another Belitnikoff and they would win the national title, et cetera. Larry Fitz didn't win that many games. They weren't that good of teams. I don't know if he cares. And maybe he wouldn't even care if pit fans boo him, but I, that would be a scene. That would definitely be something. That would definitely be something for sure. But if he has his money, that's probably all he would care about. And yeah, if we had to bet now, that's likely on not happening either. I would bet the USC thing is happening and they would do whatever they have to get him because USC is going to look pretty bad here if he ends up in Tennessee, which is a lower program, uh, historically speaking, and even even recently right now. And I don't think they're in the same situation that Lincoln Riley is at USC for the future. So that wouldn't look good either. But this is just crazy. And I do think, Mike, I brought it up. It's now maybe a conversation. It could happen. And we'll talk about it in future shows. I do think... The two fixes here, number one, either you let players go to the NFL whenever they can go, and if the NFL wants them, which is what should happen, but that would hurt college football, and I don't think the NFL wants to do that. It is their best feeder system despite these other pro leagues. And the other end is tightening the window. You make it just a small month and a half after the whole – after whatever it's going to be. You make it like the month of February and March. You make it even just March. You make it just February – Maybe you got to make it a little longer. I know some did bring up, and I think this is a compromise, that maybe you need to do it after spring practice because there are players like I brought up that if they lose a spring practice battle, it has to be fair to them to let them make a decision to leave, not stick them as a backup, especially a quarterback. That's fair. So maybe here's my compromise as we close the show. You have a small window, maybe even a December window. You stop for the holiday. Maybe then you bring it back for a second brief window after spring practice or during spring practice. So you maybe have the December, January window, maybe the holiday window, whatever that wants to be, December, January, or just December. And then you break, there's no window in February. And then you give like a March, an end of March window, an April window, or whatever that would be. You have two windows, one of them after spring or during spring practice that's a little smaller and you have the other, but it can't just be, whenever the spirit moves you. So that's what I, I, I like the proposal that's out there or the reported proposal that uh, uh, could be floated and voted upon is 
Uh, the player has five weeks following their end of their season or their, at the end of their bowl game, which would take them, uh, you know, through January. Yeah, so that would be the and December, then, January thing. I yes, and, and then they would have another, um, I believe it was a week or two in April leading into May. And, and that brings after, up the spring practice. Thing. Yeah. And then after that, and after that, it's then shut down. So they basically, they, they, they would have, a, if my, and you close February and March, you, you don't yes, have the right. Yes. So it gives coaches some time to do some work. Yeah. Right. So it would be basically five to six weeks total that these players would have to um, enter the portal. Yeah. And this, and this wouldn't be a, uh, you know, a, a weekly thing throughout no. the year. They have they have six, five or six weeks to get in. If and a player like it, Addison would have had plenty of time to get. Yeah, this he could have done that right after. You know, if it was about if it wasn't about the money, then he could have done this. You know, right after the or soon 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 thereafter after their uh, loss to Michigan State in the Peach Bowl. Yeah, so. or even if it was about the money, he could do it right now. Yeah, because because part of that compromise is you have the December January window, you close in February March, and then you have the April to to early May window, which is what we're now in. So he would still be in this window if he wants to do it for the money, but it wouldn't have been as much chaos before, and it maybe would calm this down a little bit for back end deals. That'll do it for this edition of the show. We might have more on this. You never know when this story is going to officially die or what it's going to unravel here. As we move forward again, Pittsburgh Sports Now for all that covered. Subscribe here, Pittsburgh Sports Live for more shows like this, notifications when they are released, also to what we cover throughout our family of networks, including the Penguins in the playoffs over there at Hockey Now and the post game shows here in PSO. So subscribe for that reason as well, if you don't care about Addison and football. Who knows where Addison's going to go, but it's going to be a soap opera nonetheless. So I guess thank you, Jordan Addison, for this content and be able to talk about this on these shows. because It's been great yeah. for business for us, like it might be for you 